This is Complete Drivel, the number one podcast that people fall asleep to. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Let's try that again. It's been 12 hours. What else are you doing with your life? Oh, fucking wanker. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, my God. I'm too old to do this. Just 40 minutes. Welcome to... <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to 40 Minutes of scooby dooby Dubbing, <coughs> featuring guest host, I just need to lower my chair, Christian Hull. Take it away. I'm going to do this for as long as I think I can. Skibbit up, doop, doop. I do it up, boop, dap, skip, a dee bar. I do it up, doop, skip, dap, a doop, boo. I went for a scooby dive in the ocean, doop, doop, dap, scoop, bop, diddly, loop. Yeah, I've given up. <laughs> no, I haven't just wrecking. Scooby dap, doop, doop. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it's just literally written down here. Ideas for podcast Scooby Doo Wop Bop for 25 minutes. <laughs> Ideas complete. Fuck. Um, <clears throat> well, if you've made it this far, your life's boring. Maybe it's because, like, lockdown's a thing. And so now I've got a captive audience who are just going to consume any content whatsoever. I don't think I've ever spoken to my parents more than I have because they're in they're in New South Wales at the moment. Oof, sorry about that. Um, in lockdown. Poor bastards. Just, I just feel people, I just feel bad. Just for the world. It's just fucked. Um... What's been going on? Oh, so my parents are so adorable. Uh, daily. I get daily updates of what they're doing because they've really, they, they don't know who to offload all of their boringness onto, so they, they do it onto me. It's not so much boring. Like, I love talking to them, but it's like, oh, how's it going? What have you been up to? I'm like, I spoke to you six hours ago. I'm still at work. They're like, oh, good. Well, we've done a lot in the last six hours. I'm like, have you? Turns out they have. Mum's made, mum's used all this old copper piping that, that, I don't know, my parents have had for an eternity. You know when you just, there's just things in your parents' roof that have just stayed there forever. And growing up, there was just, there was just a section in the backyard of copper pipe that dad had. Never used it. For, you know, 30 years it sat at our uh, my childhood home. In, in Deniston. And then they moved. Great time to throw out all the shit you don't need. They fucking took it with them. Here's my parents. Oh, well, we just need to downsize. You know, we're getting old. Can't go up downstairs all day because their bedroom is upstairs. Downsize. No, they didn't downsize. The only downsizing they did was it only has one floor. The square meterage is about twice as big. Like the house has doubled. <laughs> And the backyard has tripled. I'm like, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. You wanted to downsize, and the first thing they did, oh well, we're going to knock this wall down. We need the kitchen to be bigger. I'm like, it was a, it was a great sized kitchen for two people. No, oh god, no. Oh, Christian, it's my mother. Oh, Christian, no, it's far too small. I'm like, mum, just remember, you don't have four children to feed anymore. She's like, oh well, you'll come over sometimes. I'm like, yes but you don't need to knock out a wall and double the size of a kitchen. Like, think 
it would have been look for my mother it would have been a small kitchen I, I think it was pretty obvious they had a really hard time downsizing they just didn't understand what downsizing was I think they were so used to being spoilt with a big kitchen and, you know, they'd, they'd spent years adding additions to the house and turning it into a place that they loved. But then they went, well, all the kids are gone, we're going to downsize. They went, oh, no, but let's downsize to, to a bigger house but in a better location. You know, four bedrooms, that's two of you, and you sleep in the same bedroom. <laughs> Why do you need three bedrooms? Well, when you come to visit. Again, I, I mean, uh, I, I just didn't understand. I mean, I'm the only one that lives interstate that would need to stay with you. The others live an hour's drive away. Oh, yeah, but like, we can't have them driving home. I'm like, it's an hour. It takes an hour to get from the city to West Ride, where we used to live. You don't bat an eyelid then. Oh, they're so funny. And then Dad's got his shed. Finally, Dad's got a shed. There's a, there's a fucking three-car garage. Oh, I need a shed. What? And Mum's Mum's taken up one of the car spaces with her art studio. It's actually quite nice. And then they have two cars, obviously. Uh, they definitely need the two cars. To be fair, they actually do need the two cars to get away from each other. Um, <laughs> it's just so funny. I look at it and go, great. Well, as the number one son... Putting my little red dot and my sticker on the house. Did anyone ever used to do that as kids? What a morbid, horrible thing. I remember once asking my mum, I was like, Mum, can I just go and put a C on everything that's mine when you die? What a horrible thing. I just really wanted the camera. I really wanted the camera. I was like, I want the camera when you die. It's mine. And it was like, we're talking 20 years ago. Not more. 24 years ago. And it was, um, it was fancy film obviously because digital wasn't invented um but it was like automatic you know you'd push the button and it would automatically to the next bit of film and then at the end it would go and it would wind it all the way to the end oh it was a great camera look at that now and go that is a brick piece of shit um you can download a 99 cent app you don't even it comes free with your phone cameras come free with your phone um, but there was, yeah, I used to do that. I used to actually, they, mum had like a stationary cupboard with sheets of dots on them. Oh, no idea what she used them for. I used to just whip them out. I was like, guys, we need to put dots on things. And there was four colours. There was a fluoro yellow, a fluoro pink, a red and a fluoro green. And we'd each get a colour, me and my three brothers. They never wanted to participate. I mean, they couldn't walk at that stage. Uh, they were Well, no, they, they, could. they were five. Definitely walk. I would just push them over. And I would put dots on everything. They had no idea what was going on, so they were putting dots on each other. I was like, mm, you can you can just... All right, well, Christian gets everything when the, when the parentals die. Sucked in. Snooze, you lose. <laughs> Awful. But we're going to inherit, like, a fucking Blue Mountains mansion. We're going to turn it into a golf course. That's how big it is. It's not. It's just... And every time um, I check in with mum, I'm like, oh, hi, mum. It's been at least 12 hours since I called you. What have you done? She's built a fountain out of the copper piping. Finally used the copper piping. Built a, a beautiful fountain um, from a giant, I don't know, fiberglass thing from Bunnings that they've had lying around for years. Um, and I was like, oh, that sounds, yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound great. And she'll send us a photo and I'm like, oh, well, that is quite nice. She says, yeah, I've got a lot of time. <laughs> I've got a lot of time on my hands, Christian. I'm retired and in a lockdown. 
I can't do anything. And then she started um, doing watercolour portraiture. She's painted the nieces and the... What's the... What do you call like the nieces? So mum's sister's grandkids. What do you call... What do you call those? The grandkids of mum's sister. Oh, do they even have second cousin, third cousins? I don't know. That's weird. Anyway, she's been painting their portraits. Um, it's pretty good. My mum's one of those really annoying people that's like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. Here we go. I've painted the Mona Lisa on my first go. And you're like, you, I fucking hate you. You witch. Drown her. You know, she's a witch. School projects. I'd be like, oh. or I, I do an art project. I'm like, I'll do it, mum. She's like, you should do it this way. I'm like, no, I'm a free spirit. I want to do it how I want. And then she'll do it. And you'll be like, that is really, really good fuming you're boiling on the inside you're like i don't want to do it that way because you did it. i want to express myself my way so like, yeah but it's fun and this is how you do it art is a free thing mum it's not there's no formulas to art oh just piss me off she can still do anything she's like i do it like this i'm like oh fuck off god why is it better than me although i have inherited that trait from her i noticed when i would do art projects i have this just uncanny this is me talking myself up this uncanny natural ability to just be able to do something well trust the process as mum would say and did she ever say that or did i make that up i don't know she was like just keep going just keep going and i've noticing that when i do things with phoebe um uh on my team phoebe's on my team producer um we, we did paint and sip where you go and you get drunk and you paint you know you look at the thing on the front and the lady gives you steps or the man and then you've finished with a picture. And Phoebe's like, no, I hate it, I hate it. And I'd be like, mm, I mean, it's shit, but it'll get there. Meanwhile, I'm like, mine is so good. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't like mine. You know, hair flick when it's, I'm like, just, I'm just being Picasso, guys. It looks so good. And people come up like, yours is so good. How do you do it? I'm like, oh, just naturally gifted. And then you pretend like, oh, it's not good. Stop, don't. And then I look over at Phoebe's and I'm like, oh, that is fucking horrific I, I i try not to say it's really bad um but then again you trust the process and, and it turns around and hers actually looks really good which is annoying because i wanted it to look real shit and i wanted ben's to look real shit too he's our videographer and we, we did this paint sip and they all looked really good i was so annoyed i was like i want i want it to stand out i got first in art class i want to fucking be known as the really arty one but I've definitely inherited a lot of that artistic side from mum's constant pestering when I was a kid, constantly taking us to art galleries, which I loved. For five, for five, ten minutes, I'd be like, yeah, I'd love to go to one. And then I do, I do what my father does. My father hates, oh my God, he would rather poke his eye with a sharp needle for four years continuously than go to an art gallery with myself or mum or together. Oh, worst. He, but he, when he does go, because he's a good dad, husband, uh, he just says it's easy to go. Don't need the argument. Um, <laughs> when he does go, he does the, the look around the, the museum art gallery, exactly how I do it. Walks in, looks, looks, looks. One painting, two painting, three painting. Great. Walks out. But that's how I consume. I'm like, I love going. I want to go. But like, unless it's some amazing art piece that's mega famous or... 
in some way involves the audience, you know, like it's, you touch it or there's one I went to where you picked up a thing of chewing gum, chewed it and pushed it on the canvas. Oh, fucking, I was in that exhibition. Hours. Because each sort of work was this fun interactive thing. And so it was really fun to watch and consume. Because sometimes you go in and it's like, you... Oh my God, how many times have you been to like the Museum of Contemporary Art? And it's always the same. And I don't get it. I like making art for maybe it's a more therapeutic things. I don't necessarily love consuming art. Unless, of course, you're putting it in your mouth, you chew it, and you put it on the canvas. There's not a lot of art I, I am fascinated by. And so whenever you go to the Museum of Contemporary Art, which is always like the modern stuff, you're like, oh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's modern. And you're like, oh, it's another video project where you sit in a room and colours play on the screen with awkward noises. You know, like... And it's like honeycombs of light. And you're like, is anything going to happen? Or it's like a bag blowing in the wind. And I'm like, oh, God, this is so boring. Can't put Netflix on. Like, can you just, honestly? And then you've got a mixture of people... You can always tell the people in the art gallery. You can just tell the ones who are like, oh my God, the imagery is so amazing. Like it speaks to me and this artist and they just know like the process and the life that this artist must have had to be able to have the fuel and motivation to create this stunning work. And you're like, it's just some random noises and lights. But you've got the, the one that, that is really into art, that that understands it, that gets it. You know, because I don't get it. And you're like, good for you. And they're like, right in there, they sit right in the middle. They're like, oh my God, their face is like, wow, this is so amazing. Then you've got the other people who sort of come in to go, what's going on? And they go, I don't want to come in and leave instantly because that's rude. So they come in, this is what I do, and you go, hmm. Okay, is anything going to happen? I'm just going to check, wait and see. It's just some light and sound. And then you stand there, you sort of stand in the back corner, if there's a lot of people around. You nod, you appreciate, even though you're like, fucking get me out of here. And then you leave. Right? So there's those types of people. I am definitely someone who goes in, smiles and nods if there's other people around and leaves. If there's no one there, I stick my head in and go, oh, no thanks. And leave. But sometimes, though, it's just pure dick. It's just nudity. And even now as an adult, like as a, as a, not as a teen, but like someone in my late teens, early 20s, I saw a complete virgin. I would go in and I'd be like, fucking, where's the dick in here? Like, I'd just be looking for the penis. Where is it? Find it, mum. What? Well, I wouldn't say mum. I'd be like, I'm just going to this one. And this exhibition looks amazing. It's called Male Nudity in its entirety. Wow. Um, oh, there's a video. I'm going to go and watch that. And if that's got like dicks flopping about, there was one that was just dicks swinging like a pendulum. I was like, this is the greatest art I've ever seen. Is there an interactive version? Um, can I also put that in my mouth and chew on it and put it on a canvas? Um, sadly, no, uh, you couldn't. Um, and so... But mum would do that just so much. She would take us um, and expose us. Oh, keyword expose. Lots of exposing. Um, to just a whole range of different art. And when we had school projects, 
you know, she'd make us do the ones we had to create a model or do something. And inevitably she would end up making it. But we, I learned from, from watching her and complaining that I didn't want to be here and I wanted to be playing the Game Boy. Um, I've got to play Tetris, Mum. Um, anyway, that was it. Oh, so she's just gung-ho for art. Every five seconds I get it. This is what I've done. Here's the Mona Lisa. Here's a sculpture. The garden. We've ripped it up and started again. I've created a creek. They created it. She created a creek in the backyard. And then Dad's just like, oh, yes, well, I've built another pergola. I'm like, how many pergolas does one house need? He's like, well, currently we've got four and I could probably do a fifth. I'm like, okay, well, you do what you need to do with the mountain of timber that you've got sitting there. Oh, yes, well, I've got to use it somehow. I'm like, do you? Again, there is two of you living in this house. How many times do you need to sit under the full pergolas? Oh, no, we do. We go and we have breakfast under the pergola one. And sometimes if it's sunny, we'll go out into the pergola in the backyard. And then the pergola that the spa's in. We, have, oh, we always have a spa. And it's under the pergola. I'm like, oh, Christ. They're not wrong. They do use it all. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. And the kitchen is just the biggest kitchen I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's five minutes to walk from one side to the other. And they've got the cupboards. We had less cupboards when we were growing up. And they're always full. I'm like, I don't understand. There's two of you. And you're not the size of a house. Where is this food going? But when you look at it, to be fair, they don't shop much. It's all like, it's all Costco. It's all fucking, you know, 45 kilos of mango slices. You know, well, they're preserved already. So they, they all last till death. 900 boxes of tea. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, churn through about nine of those boxes per day. Oh, cereal. Four boxes of cereal? Christ. How regular do you guys need to be? It's really funny. It's actually... Oh, my God. I've loved... As much as we talk to each other probably daily, I've really enjoyed it. The lockdown has strangely brought us closer together, even though it's torn us apart. And um, so at the time of me recording this, it's the 31st of August, but I will be uploading this after Father's Day, um, after the 5th. And so I want to let you know what I did for Father's Day. You may have seen it all over Facebook. Um, um, if you know my dad and you've seen the content that I've posted with him, one that did really well was me uh, criticising him. What's that, Christian? You always criticise him. Yes, every video is me harshly criticising my father what they're there for but one of them was about the notepad and pen that he carries around with him and has carried around with him his entire life um because when he worked at Qantas he, he just carried it around with him anytime someone would ding and they'd go oh, I want a pen and I'd write down the seat number and I'd do whatever he needed to do and he just always carried a pen and a piece of paper and the notepad so I figured so last time I saw him uh was his birthday and I bought him a new one a dollar twenty Oh, big spender. Um, because he'd had he'd had the current one in his pocket for two and a half years. Two and a half, the same one. Probably four years. And he'll use every skerrick of piece of paper on that thing. And you look at it and it's like a catalogue of what he did in his life. It's like a diary. Fuck, I better I've got a message him. He's gotta keep them all. Uh, just I'd just love to read them. 
Just you flick through them and it's like, you know, a list from what he needs from Bunnings. You know, a couple later it'll be like an order from a restaurant. When we went to, I don't know, for Mother's Day, we went to a place called Burnt Orange. Oh my God, my mum is so fancy pants. If you know Burnt Orange, you're doing well for yourself. So it's in, I think it's in Mothman. Is it in Mothman? Or it's in Waterloo. I don't know. It's like... Vaucluzy, it's not Vaucluzy, but it is, I think, I don't know, it's really upmarket, and all the yuppies go there, hello, I have a holiday home in Nosa, I'm going to burn orange, and mum's like, let's go there, I'm like, oh wow, god, you buy one house in the Blue Mountains, and suddenly you're going to burn orange, spend a fortune, and um, there'll be the, the list from the Mother's Day, from fucking three years ago, and what we had, because he'll write it down, and he'll go up and order it. Or he'll write it down and the waiter will come and he'll read it to the waiter. I'm like, it's very polite of you, Dad, but we can we can just all talk to the waiter ourselves. He's like, no, no, you carry on. I've got this. <laughs> so funny. Um, so for Father's Day that's just gone, I decided to get my father a custom notepad and pen um, that he can, I don't know, carry around with him and write notes in it's a, like a really nice fancy one um and it's it's sort of like you know like a moleskin it's like a little tiny moleskin it's probably like mm, like a quarter size of a4 so it's a bit bigger than what he's used to this is the smallest i could get in that style um and i it's about the same it's about the height of a pen so there's a pen that sn- slides in on the side um, and so I got a notepad and pen for him. On the pen it says, the John Hull pen. And on the notepad, I decided to put a quote from Dad. Um, and that quote was, I called him up and I asked him, why does he always carry a notepad and pen? And then I put that quote on the front. It's like embossed. It's really quite beautiful. It says this. <clears throat> this is the answer my dad gave. I'll do it in his voice. Oh, 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 well, I was 20 odd years as a flight attendant. Sorry. I was 20-odd years as a flight director on the Qantas airline and we always carried a notepad and pen. He sounds nothing like this. That we were given to... No. When we were... No. How do you do it, old man? I was always carrying a notepad and pen that we were given so when passengers had queries or questions and we needed to make a note of anything, we could. Oh, succinct man. I found it very useful... So I kept it up in my non-flying life. And then it says, John Hull, on why he always carries a notepad and pen. <laughs> I was like, I called Dad. And I was like, I'll just get a nice single line quote from him. It'll be nice and easy. It'll just live on the front. You know, like I always carried around because it was useful. John Hull. That's what I was thinking. Next minute. I was born in 1947 to parents Joan and Alan. <laughs> And then I went to school. <laughs> like, Dad, I just need to know. Yes, I'm telling you the story. Anyway, it takes up the entire front cover of the notepad. And then um, there's a cheeky hidden message on the front. Um, you can uh, this this The images should be posted on Facebook or Instagram if you want to go have a look. Um, but I've highlighted particular letters on the front. What letters could that? Well, they spell fuck off. Um, but it's not super obvious unless I point it out to you. Um, and so that's what I gifted my father for Father's Day. He loved it. Um, um, and so, great. And I'm also selling it because in order to get 
this made, um, one copy was a lot of money to get a custom notepad uh, and pen. It was a lot of money. And so I thought, well, I might just order a few and that reduces the cost quite significantly. And then I'll just sell the others. I can fob them off to people who are like, oh, that's beautiful. Oh, Christian, so beautiful. I'll buy one. And so uh, they're currently being sold. Unless they're sold out, highly doubtful. I had to order a thousand of them. Um, and it's $19 for a beautiful notepad lined it's got like a like a elastic to keep it all together great for the handbag and then the pen goes in nicely uh, $19 for both uh, not each both going once going twice sold to the lady at the back having a wank um yeah so that's that's what I have done for Father's Day for dad uh, for Mother's Day, fucked if I know. I have no idea. I think I want to bring out a Mother's Day card. Because Mum's so good at watercolours. And she, like, forced me... I think I've said this. She forced me to do portraiture with her when I was there last last time. And um, she painted my portrait in watercolours and I painted her portrait. And it ended in us crying with laughter because hers was really good. And mine was good... But it made her look like a witch. But you could go, you could see, you could be like, that's Karen Hull, if she was a witch. <laughs> and I tried so hard to capture her essence. She's like, oh no, you've really captured. I'm like, mum, you don't look like that. She's like, but I do. I'm like, no, you kind of do. <laughs> so maybe I bring that out. She'd love that. Get a Mother's Day card for your mother. Of which, Karen Hull. Well, she's a witch. She's an artistic witch. Stupid mum. Do whatever she wants. Hate it. Anyway, it's great. Good chat, everyone. Uh, moral of the story is go to an art gallery well we can't at the moment I oh, can't wait to go to an art gallery and see some floppy dicks around <laughs> speaking of floppy dicks I need to go on to, back on to Grindr wow you got to the end of an episode of Complete Drivel that must mean you've fallen asleep or you can't find your phone and it's just playing it out or you're dead <laughs> you died of boredom <laughs> anyways thank, thanks see you next episode